بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما اتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي دروشي فله عن ابي هريره رضي الله تعالى عنه حضرت ابو هريره رضي الله تعالى عنه اذا نريت of the hadith he says qala nazalna ma'a rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam manzilan faj'ala an-nasu yamurrun we were at one place with huzur alayhi salatu wa salam and a lot of people were passing by from us fa yaqulu rasulullahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam hadrat nabiyya karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to me man hadha ya aba hurayra who is that person or Abu Huraira Huzur alayhi salatu was salam was sitting in a position where he could not see everyone passing by and Hazrat Abu Huraira was in that position so Hazrat Abu Huraira would say that every time Rasulullah questioned me I would reply back and answer him فَأَكُولُ فُلَانٌ I said so and so such and such a person فَيَكُولُ نِعْمَ عَبْدُ اللَّهِ هَذَا what a good person he is the servant of Allah Abdullah حتى مر خالد بن وليد رضي الله تعالى عنه until هذا خالد بن وليد رضي الله تعالى عنه also went uh, pass uh, in front of Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم and Abu صلى الله عليه وسلم said to him as in Abu Huraira من هذا who is that أو Abu Huraira and هذا Abu Huraira said خالد بن وليد this is خالد بن وليد رضي الله تعالى عنه Absalam at that time said that Ni'ma Abdullah, what an excellent person Khalid bin Walid is, Ni'ma Abdullah Khalid bin Walid. And then Absalam said to him, Sayyifum min Suyufillah, one from the many swords of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One sword from the many swords of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an. Although we are covering the biography of Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala and I mentioned this in the last session that it is extremely important that we understand all the characters that played a very important role in the Khilafat of Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq and one of them is Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala and Khalid bin Walid was the man in charge of all the military expeditions in the Khilafat of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala It is a shame that the Muslim youth know people like Kuffar Richard the Lionheart but when it comes to Sultan Salahuddin Ayyubi we have no information and people don't have an understanding of this great great Sahabi Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala That is why it is important that our youth our young ones must have a clear understanding of all the companions, all the, the mujahids, all the great Muslim kings, 
that have contributed greatly to the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Al-Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an after the battle of Yamama, the bloodiest battle in Islamic history at that time, when Hazrat Khalid bin Walid had killed Musaylamatul Kazar and the tribe of Banu Hanifa had surrendered, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala and did not stop at that. This was an ongoing mission. And straight away he wrote to Hazrat Khalid bin Walid that now from Yamama I wish that you turn your attention towards Iran and Iraq and spread Islam there. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an after uh, a very bloody battle with a very strong force of Musaylamatul Kazab and the Mujahideen that survived that battle. Hazrat Abu Bakr is asking him now to go not back to Medina but go towards Iraq and Iran. Al Khalid bin Walid did not hesitate with the Mujahideen. Now he goes towards Iraq and Iran. The ulama have mentioned that at that time Hazrat Khalid bin Walid was with 12,000 Mujahideen only and marching through, crossing through all the different territories into Iran and Iraq. He came to an area, the first area was even before coming to Iraq and Iran to a place called Abla. Abla. Now this was just on the border. And this area was ruled by a person whose name is Harmaz. Al-Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an, it was not only uh, an expert in all the military expeditions, but he was also a great da'i. Allah gave him a great tongue. He was a preacher. Once Huzur alayhi salatu was salam, made him an Amir to go to Najran where there were a lot of Christians and non-Muslims living there and said to Khalid bin Walid that I want you to go to Najran and invite them to Islam and Khalid bin Walid went with a few companions to Najran and he spoke to them very eloquently and said to them the best thing that I can offer you is La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah take that with you and you will achieve salvation, you will be saved in this dunya, Allah will give you honor, izzat, karamat, and also in the hereafter. The Najrani people say that the method of Hazrat Khalid bin Walid in the manner that he would speak was such that every single one of them at that time surrendered to him and everyone became a Muslim. So it was not about this sword. The people talk about that Islam spread because of Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, Muslims were carrying arms. Uh, Muslims were not carrying arms. Muslims were carrying the hidayat that came from Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his teachings. So he was a very powerful speaker. As Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala and that is why we see in the story of Musa alayhi salam, an incredible Nabi, when Allah said to him, go to Fir'aun, he said to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I am prepared to go to Fir'aun. 
Harun akhishdud bihi azri. Allah allow me to take with me my brother Harun. Harun, it was a request. And he said, Harun akhishdud bihi azri wa ashrikhu fi amri. And the nabuwat and the mission that is given to me, make him part of that also, that he is also rewarded. This is sila rahmi, that he thinks of his brother. وَأَشْرِكْهُ فِي أَمْرِي And he says, كَيْنُ سَبِّحَكَ كَثِيرًا So when we go, we can do your tasbih. One man's tasbih and two man's tasbih. Subhanallah, two man's tasbih is much better than one man's tasbih. And both of them were Nabi. كَيْنُ سَبِّحَكَ كَثِيرًا وَنَذْكُرَكَ كَثِيرًا And so that we remember you all the time. إِنَّكَ كُنْتَ بِنَا بَصِيرًا You are the one who is watchful and you see us whatever we do. So Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu was salam took Harun alayhi salam in Harun alayhi salam was again very powerful in his speech. He could speak also. So Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu was salam had to make sure that when he goes to Fir'aun, the right people are with him. So the right surroundings is very, very important. Uzur alayhi salatu was salam has said, فَلْيَنْزُرْ مَنْ يُخَالِلْ be mindful of who you take as your friend. A lot of our youth, alhamdulillah, when they are in the madrasa, they are very decent, their character is very good. And when they, as far as secondary school is concerned, alhamdulillah, they are okay. But the minute they go to college and university, then you see changes. The first change you see, the first change you see is the hairstyle. What is it? The hairstyle. A zigzag here and a zigzag there. And then the language changes. Very slang English. Very slang English. And they think that, hey, we are cool. We are cool. As, as, long, as long as you know how to speak that language. Subhanallah. That person is cool who follows the sunnah of Rasulullah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He is a cool person. He is a person, subhanallah, that you should follow. Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So things change very, very quickly. Youth don't smoke. But then when they have friends who smoke, they start to smoke. They don't swear. But then when they hang around, I've used that word, hang around, because we have young people here, hang around with people who swear, then they think swearing is something good. If you know how to swear, you're supposed to be tough. You're a leader, so you must know how to swear. So they, they do more swearing than tasbihat, subhanallah, subhanallah. And here the Musa alayhi salam is saying, I want my brother Harun, why? So that we can do the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillah, I know a few of... Uh, the young ones when we were in school, students who were becoming Hafiz, that when they leave from their homes, until they get to the school, they would walk it. And whilst walking from the house to school, they would have completed two or three paras of the Qur'an. And I'm not talking about going back. And this was the figure that in the evening we have to recite the para, the quarter para or the half para to the ustaz. So let us do door of it. So there was no talking. It was just taking the Quran and just doing, memorizing the Quran. So we need the right people. 
Subhanallah. And this is what the Jewish community does. That they go and they target. And they look at someone as young as this child here. And they say that he is going to become a doctor. He is going to become a lawyer. He is going to become that. He is going to become an MP. This person is going to become that. And this child, until he reaches the age of puberty, he is indoctrinated, his mind is set that this is what I have to do and this is what I have to do and this is how I have to serve my community and eventually they do that so we as Muslims have to work very very hard to get to that level Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een achieve that high level and the foundation of it is Taqwa so Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an comes to this area of Abla and Harmaza is the Amir. And as I said, Khalid bin Walid was a great orator, a preacher. He would invite, he would do Amr bil Ma'aruf Nahiyyanil Munkar, the whole of Najran embrace Islam. So, first thing what he did is that he wrote a letter to the ruler of Abla. <laughs> now, this was just on the boundary, even before entering Iraq and Iran, that part of the region. He wrote to Harmaza, and this is again a very famous historical letter by Hazrat Khalid bin Walid. This letter is found in all the kutubs of Islam, all the Islamic literatures. First he said in the letter that Ya Harmaza or Harmaza, embrace Islam or live under an Islamic government. What did he say? Embrace Islam or live under an Islamic government and pay tax jizya to the Muslims or otherwise the choice is yours you will face such an army that loves death like how you love dunya subhanallah and these orientalists say that as a Khalid bin Walid what he would do is that he would marry women wherever he went, Al-Iyazubillah. This is the tohmet that they put on this great Sahabi of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Sayyifun Min Suyufillah. And these are the kuffar, this is understood, this is what they are going to do. Character assassination, and they do that with the Prophet, Huzur Alayhi Salam. How did he marry Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha? Let alone Hazrat Khalid bin Walid, they say that about Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So this was the letter. Now, Harmaza was not a good leader. He did not understand the importance of that letter. In fact, when we look at the Quran, we see great rulers. In the time of Sulaiman alayhi salatu wasallam, though she was a woman, but a woman of wisdom. And when Sulaiman alayhi salam wrote a letter to Bilqis and he said that Innahu min Sulaiman wa innahu bismillahir rahmanir rahim Allah ta'alu alayya wa atuni muslimin Become Muslim. Khulasa of that letter. And when this letter was received by Bilqis, she took mashwira from the close people and Harmaza did not even do that. And then she gave her, her own opinion. She said that Qalat إِنَّ الْمُلُوكَ إِذَا دَخَلُوا قَرْيَةً أَفْصَدُوهَا وَجَعَلُوا عِزَّةَ أَهْلِهَا أَزِلَّةً وَكَذَلِكَ يَفْعَلُونَ She says that we should take a lesson from history that whenever someone invades and comes and takes over our land, our cities 
then what will happen is that the honorable become humiliated. The honorable people become humiliated. And this is what is going to happen to us if we don't take heed of this letter written to me by Sulaiman alayhi salam. And eventually she said, Qala aslam tu. And she said that I embrace Islam ma'a Sulaiman with Hazrat Sulaiman alayhi salatu wasalam. So Hanumaza did not pay any attention. And he thought that the Muslims are weak. They have just come out from the battle of Yamama where information reached all over the world in that area that although the Muslims have won but it was a difficult fight. And now Hazrat Khalid bin Walid comes straight away to Iran and Iraq to fight them and invites them first to Iman and Islam. What does Harmaza do? He turns his attention to Iran and says to the Iranians there, the leaders, that if the Muslims take control of my city, Abla, then this is a gateway into Iran and Iraq and they will come to you also. So the best thing for you is to help me. This is what Harmaz said. And all the Iranians very, very quickly mobilized this massive, massive army against a few companions, Mujahideen, of 12,000. And 12,000 to fight this massive army in the area of Abla. Muslims uh, came to aid Hazrat Khalid bin Walid, but another 6,000, so in total there were only 18,000. Now again, the reason why I'm mentioning this is, I just want to show you what an important role Hazrat Khalid bin Walid played in all the victories that came to Islam and the Muslims. Harmaz became so confident and overconfident. That is why, my respected brothers, we must never become overconfident. We must never become overconfident. Always do tawakkul on Allah. Always do barosa on Allah. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whatever He wishes, it will be done. But at the same time, be positive. So Harmaz now comes with a massive army against 18,000 Mujahideen and all the Iranians are there. This man was such an arrogant person that, like I said, that in the, in the time of Rasulullah, the conventional way of fighting was there was sufuf, the kuffar on one side and the Muslims on one side. Because with the kuffar, they were great in numbers, he was so confident that he came out from his line forward and he started to beat his chest and clapping on his breast and started to shout out and with a lot of arrogance and pride. He said, today we will show the Muslims, today we shall show the Muslims. And he started to march in front of the Muslims. Now, the Muslims are looking at him, Hazrat Khalid would never miss an opportunity. He was the master planner. He knew exactly when to attack. A man who would surprise anyone at any time. When he was least expecting an attack, when he is just there clapping and beating his breast on the chest, this is what they were doing. And he thought he was safe. Al Khalid bin Walid looked without even telling the Muslims what he is about to do. He ran forward with his sword, 
breaking through first the Muslim rose as he pushed the Muslims out. The Kuffar did not even know it was a, a surprise for them. And he got straight in front of the Muslims in the south. And there, Harmaz, the main man, the leader, the ruler, was standing there. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid with his massive sword, one stroke, the body here and the head there. The body here and no wasting time. Isliye kehte hai, the man, jo pehla war karta hai na, wo jeet jata hai. Subhanallah, what a great man he was. And now there is panic everywhere. Even before the war started, it was all over. Even before the fight starts, Hazrat Khalid bin Walid finished everything for the Muslims. They panicked, they were kuffar, they were scared. Here, Harmaz, a great ruler, the head is there and the body is here. And Hazrat Khalid bin Walid now looks at them and stands. And Saifun bin Suyufillah, it is like a sword of Allah that is in front of them. They panic against 18,000 simple mujahideen and in there thousands and thousands they go back and start to run and the Muslims chase them and eventually all of them surrender to Hazrat Khalid bin Walid Subhanallah Subhanallah it is said that Hazrat Khalid bin Walid then when he came to Medina to Munawwara, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala was so happy with him. It is said that Harmaz would have this, this cap which was embroidered with real gold and silver. Sare Zevrat was on that cap. And at that time that cap was valued 100,000 dirhams. 100,000 dirhams at that time. And Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, a lot of male ganimat, booty, spoils of war that the Muslims had taken. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq picked up this cap of Harmaz and said to Khalid bin Walid, Khalid come. And Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq put this cap on the head of Hazrat Khalid bin Walid. Subhanallah. This is Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala. So for my young friends here, what we have to do is understand the history of the companions, how important Sahaba-i-Kiram Ajma'een were. Today we enjoy all these Muslim territories and Muslim countries that we visit and we go for a holiday. This is the Qurbani of Sahaba-i-Kiram Ajma'een. In fact, my respected brothers, in the time of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, after embracing Islam as a Khalid bin Walid, his very first fight was in the Battle of Muta. And this was a city close to the border of Syria. And the reason of this battle was Huzur alayhi salatu was salam had given a letter to Hazrat Harith radiallahu ta'ala an and said to him that give this letter to the, to the ruler of Basra. So Hazrat Harith even before getting to Basra when he got to the area of Muta the governor of that part of the region he arrested Hazrat Harith radiallahu ta'ala an and eventually executed him and Huzur alayhi salatu was salam when this news was given to him that Hazrat Harith who was close to Rasulullah was made shaheed sallallahu alayhi wasallam was in great pain at the same time a few days after some of the companions who were in Syria inviting them towards Islam 15 of the companions were in an area called Zatutla and when they got to that area the kuffar also 
arrested all the 15 companions and eventually they murdered brutally all the companions. Sarish Sahaba Kiram Ajmain Shaheed Hoge. After that, the ruler of Rome made his intention very clear that he is going to advance and attack the city of Madinatul Munawwara. So three incidents had taken place. Hazrat Haris was made shaheed, 15 Sahaba Kiram Ajmain were made shaheed, and his intention was to uh, attack the city of Madinatul Munawwara. Abdullah said that no, we have to put a stop to that and show them that the Muslims are not weak. Abdullah got uh, uh, a group of Muslimin, an army, a team of Muslims to go to that area of Muta and to fight the people as Qisas and to retaliate. And he said that I am making the Amir of this army, Hazrat Zaid bin Harissa. I won't take much of your time, my brothers, but listen to this. Hazrat Zaid bin Harissa is made the Amir. He is holding the flag. And then Absalom said to the companions, Now listen to me. If Zaid bin Haris is made Shaheed, then the second person who will become the Amir is Ja'far bin Abi Talib. And then Rasulullah further is saying that if Ja'far bin Abi Talib becomes Shaheed, then Abdullah bin Rawaha will take the banner of Islam and he will become the Amir. And if Abdullah bin Rawaha becomes Shaheed, then it is up to the Muslims who they choose as their Amir. Allahu Akbar. Now this is again Peshin Goy, predictions, glad tidings given by Huzur alayhi salam that these companions who are to be the Amir they are going but they will become Shaheed because Huzur alayhi salam has said if they become Shaheed second will be him, third will be this companion Subhanallah and all the companions at ease they go and they march to that area of Muta how many companions my respected brothers? 3,000 Mujahideen how 3,000 in the battle at Abla there were 18 here 3,000 against how many? 200,000. 3,000 Sahaba against 200,000. Subhanallah, when Hazrat Zaid bin Harisa got to Muta and Hirakal had his army from one side, one end to the other end, the Muslims just stood in surprise. And just looked at the people and the flow of their soldiers. Wave after another, wave after another. And they are looking at each other. 2,000 simple Mujahideen, Zayd bin Harisa looks at them and says to them, Look, we are here to complete the mission given to us by Rasulullah. All you have to do is remember... That those that have Allah in their hearts, they are hayyun, they are alive. And those that don't have Allah in their hearts, they are kalmayid, they are as good as dead people. So don't look at them. What iman? Don't look at them. And Huzur alayhi salam instructed them. Western people don't look at that. Absalallahu alayhi wasallam said to them, non-combatants, those who are elderly, old, sick people, don't fight them. Women, don't fight them. Children, don't fight them. Fight only those who stand in front of you. If they surrender, don't do anything to them. Don't attack the monasteries, the monks that are there. Don't 
raise down any of the buildings, don't destroy the greenery, the trees that are there. Talk about environment. Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam has given us lessons about this, subhanallah, in the 7th century. What to do and what not to do. Given hukuk and respect to everyone. The companions are there. As Zayd bin Harisa, again a great mujahid, he was prepared mentally and he said that don't look at the figures and the numbers of kuffar here. Look that Allah is with us and Hazrat Zayd bin Harisa advanced. And he advanced and advanced and he went so far back that a lot of the Muslims could not go with him. And he ended up, the Amir, all alone there and he was made shaheed. And then the banner of Islam was taken and was given to Hazrat Ja'far radiallahu ta'ala. And Ja'far is who? Brother of Hazrat Ali radiallahu Again, a great speaker. He was the one when he went to Abyssinia and he spoke up and he gave rights and hukuk to the Muslimin at that time. Ja'far bin Abi Talib, a young Sahabi, a great soldier, he was on his horse and he went forward breaking through the enemy ranks and no one could stop him eventually until someone from the back with the sword struck at his right hand as he was holding the banner also and the entire hand was cut off of Hazrat Ja'far radiallahu ta'ala an and then the left arm was cut off and Hazrat Ja'far radiallahu ta'ala an was holding the, the banner between him and eventually someone from the back with the sword again attacked Hazrat Ja'far ta'ala an and he was made shaheed very quickly Huzur alayhi salatu was salam when the battle was over said to the family members that I can see Ja'far radiallahu ta'ala an that Allah has replaced his two hands with two wings of light two wings of life for him in Jannah and I can see him in Jannah and Allah has blessed him in Jannah and he is enjoying in Jannah and he is going from one part of Jannah to another part one part of Jannah to another part and I can see him that he is in the company of the Malaika and the angels the Qurbani of his two hands and Allah blesses him with two wings of life so this is a Ja'far radiallahu ta'ala. He was made shaheed and now the banner is given to Hazrat Abdullah ibn Rawaha. Abdullah ibn Rawaha also again goes forward, tries his very hard. 200,000 eventually Hazrat Abdullah ibn Rawaha was also made shaheed. Now this is the first fight after embracing Islam. Khalid bin Walid goes into the Muslim camp, Muslim army as an ordinary soldier. But subhanallah, the mantle of leadership is to fall in his hands. When three of the companions was made shaheed, as Huzur alayhi salam predicted, and then Huzur alayhi salam said, then it's up to the Muslimin to choose their Amir. The flag was on the floor. Hazrat Sabit radiallahu ta'ala and picked up the flag. And everybody thought, now Hazrat Sabit being a Badri Sahabi, he has taken the Imarat that he is the Amir. And he took the flag and he threw it to Hazrat Khalid bin Walid and said to him, pick up the flag. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid picked up the flag and he said that you are the Amir. So he said, how can I be the Amir when you are there? Someone as close to Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam, someone like you, Sabit bin Qais, how can I be the Amir? He said, no, in the name of Allah, gave him a qasam, I'm saying that you are the Amir, why you have the experience? And subhanallah, imagine... The Muslims were in the middle, encircled, the kuffar had circled 
the, the Muslims and they were in the middle. They wanted to decimate the Muslims once and for all, every one of them. As a Khalid bin Walid, quickly in the battlefield does Mashwira, changes the entire formation. And what he says that I want uh, several of you to go all the way back and one batch will be in the front. As the front batch attacks the front row, then suddenly surprise the kuffar and a few thousand of them would, hundreds of them would march forward, forward from, from the back and as they would march the atmosphere was such that it was sand everywhere, sand everywhere. So the kuffar could not see. There was sand everywhere and then they would attack and then the first row would go back. They would hide. And then the second row behind would go front and they would attack. So this was the policy of Azza Khalid bin Walid. And they pushed the kuffar back and back. When they notice that the Muslims are coming from all angles, all directions, and many Muslims are coming from the back, and they thought that these, these were reinforcements coming in aid of the Muslimin, the kuffar panicked. 200,000 panicked when Hazrat Khalid bin Walid became the Amir, as against 3,000 Mujahideen, it is said all of them, King Hirakal with his army, ran, ran away from the Muslimin, and the Muslims, Alhamdulillah, under the control of Hazrat Khalid bin Walid, all intact, weapons intact, a few Mujahideen that were Shaheed, but from that difficult situation, Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala took out the Muslimin, and subhanallah, with safety brought them back to Madinatul Munawwara. So the ulama say that victory was for the Muslimin, that the kuffar ran away. This is Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala an. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq. That we have this great love for the companions of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we must take time out to study their lives and their missions and what they have achieved and their contributions for the Ummah. Today what we enjoy is it is definitely the Qurbani of Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een. Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Dua kalim. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina wa Nabiyyina wa Mawlana Muhammadin Nabi al-Ummi wa ala alihi wa sallim taslima Allahumma taqabbal minna wa tub alayna innaka anta tawabur rahim Allahumma inna nasaluka al-afwa wal-afiyata fi dunya wal-akhira Allahumma inna nasaluka min rizaka wal-jannah wa na'udhu bika min gazabika wal-nar Sami'na wa ta'na gufranaka rabbana wa ilayka al-masir Birahmatika ya arhamar rahimin